0: Welcome into DMVR Buffs Live, presented by Infinity Park. Uh, if you're looking for something to do in the summer, they've got all sorts of great options. They're showing movies out there. They're uh, they have concerts out there. Just go to infinitypark at glendale.com/events. You'll check out everything that they have going on. Can't go wrong with any of it. Uh, now though, let's talk about the Colorado Buffaloes. The season starts tomorrow. Yes. 38-point favorites against the uh, Northern Colorado Bears. What do you think of that, Ryan?
1: My main takeaway about this game – well, first of all, I'm just – like I, I could not be more elated to go to Folsom Field. Like I know honestly they could be doing anything there tomorrow like there could be like um, a piano recital for third graders that i don't even know Mm -hmm. and i'd be down to go to Folsom field and just spend my friday night there um but the fact that we're getting a football game there the fact that we just get to like see a Folsom sunset tomorrow the fact that we get a drink of beer under the flat irons like all of that that's all i can think about is just like wow like we were really deprived of that for I mean, it's been almost two full years since we've done something like that, so uh, I, I can't wait for that. As for the game, yeah, I've been able to dig up a nice bit of disdain for um, Ed McCaffrey in Northern Colorado really? this year. Really? I'm yeah. glad to hear that.
0: It's, t- it's tough to do.
1: Yeah, if any Broncos fans are watching this, just like close your ears for a second. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like He kind of gives off a douchey vibe to me um all of his kids didn't go to see you it might not even be his fault but i'd like to blame him for it he
0: played a part yeah what Uh, i've heard
1: and i read a story that sean keeler wrote today about it in which he said like he was just like making these little comments that pissed me off like there was just it was really tumultuous up there and like little Mm -hmm. comments like that where i was just like
0: "Eh, i think i want to beat the crap out of you this week yeah yeah no there's definitely some of that and and again i i have only had fond feelings for ed mccaffrey for basically my entire life and i don't even want to say like i've had negative feelings toward him in the last week or so but but i'll say that there, there are definitely some new feelings in there and you hear some stories <laughs> about like the recruiting you hear some stories about like him talking reports and it's just like yeah you know what i want i want to watch this happen yes. whatever happens tomorrow and i think it's going to be pretty fun to watch i i want to watch it happen and the other thing for me so so i went to montana Big Sky okay, Conference. Yes. You've also got Northern Colorado, Big Sky Conference. I I never had like any feelings toward Northern Colorado just because they were never competitive right, in, in the right. Big Sky. And so they were always kind of like... It's kind of like the Oregon State, the Washington State, of the Big Sky, where it's like sure do whatever hey maybe pull an upset out of conference and help us out or something but but yeah it's definitely a weird matchup
1: by the way sorry i had this like big beautiful tweet ready for Mm -hmm. the live show and then when i went to paste it into my new tweet it was just not there anymore so i had to re Rebuild the whole thing. It's like a, a really tough scene over here. Yeah, that um, it, I feel like it's not as good this time. Oh like no. second first draft was really where the. Well what was is. different about it? I don't know. I forget. I feel like it's missing something. <laughs> um,
0: well, here's here's what might be missing because we've got an awesome show for you guys. Uh, we're gonna start out. We're gonna draft the position groups. Just take turns. You know what's the what's the first overall pick? We think in outside linebackers, inside linebackers, running backs. We're gonna run through all that. Uh, I had a chance to talk with our guy Evan Batty this morning about mm. baby ralphie and uh we ran through and uh ranked some uh s- <laughs> s- i'm so excited about this baby ralphie She's I
1: would incredible pay a lot of money just to be able to like give her a real hug
0: i know right and and like i don't even care that there's probably like a horn coming through your throat or something like i'd still be down she looks so calm she d- she looks so sweet she look yeah there's like she looks perfect
1: th- like oh god it's like when you see someone's uh, dog and you're just like that's a nice dog mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how i feel about baby ralphie i know
0: i feel like there's there's gotta be another side though when when she gets out there tomorrow night and we don't know for sure she's gonna be able to run they've so, been kind of hedging things they're so gonna give it a try what where did that come from i haven't heard any hedges i mean it's basically that they haven't straight up said it let, let me pull up this part of the press release because because they made it pretty clear in there um but but basically when she gets out there i honestly think like That's when the buffalo comes out a bit. Mm. You know, that's when she starts charging. She starts kicking, trying to pull away, that kind of stuff. So far, though, seems super sweet. Um, Okay, let me pull up this quote. Uh, So, this is from Taylor Stratton, who runs the Ralphie program. Uh, She said. Uh, let's see all of Ralphie's training is completed with positive reinforcement and ultimately the decision on whether or not she runs will always depend on her safety and that of her handlers. So there's things like she she isn't gonna be at Ralphie's Corral tomorrow just because they don't want to give her extra anxiety. She's a 15 month old buffalo and again, no expert here seem pretty unpredictable. How are you not an expert? I know, it's such a waste, <laughs> like, right? I know, I tried you to talk to Kaylee job. Webb on the soccer team, but we'll, we'll make that happen. I'm sure that she has some Buffalo facts for us on the way at some it point. It has to
1: mean a lot to her that raised this Ralphie Ralph? was raised by a beef cow.
0: I know. This this Ralphie is incredible. Like orphaned at birth, raised by a beef cow comes from like uh, from from Nebraska, but but a family owns that ranch that has like the five members. The fact that you use the term occupied CU? territory on Twitter made me really happy. <laughs> I was really excited. About that was really like That was the reason term. it was a quote tweet, not a reply. Yeah, I retweet something like it that. It was a quote tweet. Yeah, yep. occupied territory. Fantastic. It's what it is. It's what it yes. is. And there should it's be like more. Like an embassy. Of it exactly your embassy <laughs> yes that's that's what we're officially calling that you give us Ralphie that you're an embassy yes you're a Colorado embassy of Nebraska yeah to get back to the plan for the show though <laughs> um we've also got uh, like I said Evan Batty coming in we I, I ran him through a bunch of live mascots across college football and he gave us some rankings uh some fun stuff in there and then we're gonna close things out by uh, playing some over-unders for this UNC game tomorrow yes you
1: know? uh, Dre and I have been um begging and pleading of colorado colorado legislation to allow player props on college games for some reason they find that to be like across the line <laughs> um it's like i don't so understand lame. why so uh we have to come up with our own
0: player props we do that's okay i want to now. be able to bet on nate lambman in particular and I know this like, is a bad time. It's tackles? Like, are you kidding me? Uh, what would that line even be set at? I, I know tomorrow's different because he might not even play the second half because of the way the game could go, and there's so many guys they want to get out there. But a normal game is the line twelve and a half, eleven it's and a half. Definitely it's at the lowest
1: nine and a half. At the
0: lowest. Yeah. And he says he's playing the best football of his life right now, which is, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, incredible. Let's jump into this draft, though. Um, I have a feeling we'll be talking more about these linebackers in just a second. Yes. Uh, again, what we're doing here, we're drafting bus position groups. Uh, some, some ground rules. Here's the, here's the position groups. There's, there's 10 picks, 10 groups. Quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, offensive line. On the defensive side, defensive line, outside linebacker, inside linebacker. So we're going with the 3-4, okay. just to make that clear. And then uh, cornerback safeties.
1: Can we just quickly go over, like, <laughs> there... All of a sudden they're in a four three and like uh, I, yeah. Yeah, there's no it doesn't really matter no when it all comes down to it, but like seeing someone like Carson Wells listed as defensive end just feels silly to me.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, Chris Wilson made some good points during the uh, during spring ball, saying like we want to be multiple, and and the way that we're going to approach things is, you know, it's it's based on what the offense does, and the offense, every single offense in college football, they're going to run about sixty to seventy percent of their plays in a base formation which means like 11 personnel, 12 personnel. Mm-hmm. And we need to figure out what we do to stop that base formation. Everything else is situational. If you need to go lighter, you need to go far. And so it's going to be kind of week to week. And I don't know if they're going to be going 3-4 four, to 4-3 four, within games. I don't know what all that's going to look like. And honestly, I think they're mostly going to be a nickel anyway.
1: That's what I was going to say is base defense mm-hmm. is a lost art in 2021 because mm-hmm. everyone, especially – I mean, everywhere. I was going to say, especially in the Pac-12, but it's not really. I mean, Alabama is running spread at this point. So, like, everyone is putting a bunch of receivers on the field at all times. I know. Which means you cannot have three linebackers out there at all times. Or exactly. else you're going to get
0: cooked. And, and that's what Chris Wilson was saying, is you play USC – They're running four receivers out there, sixty to seventy percent of the time. That other thirty percent, who knows? Maybe it's third and short. Maybe it's whatever. It's situationally you might need to go heavier, but that means your base look is going to be nickel or maybe maybe even dime. Because I think technically their dime defense is going to be the one where they have Robert Barnes on the field and I still think he's one of their best defenders, but you look at the depth chart, so there's he's a lot of as a like, backup.
1: There's a lot of panic over the depth chart. I know, um, I know I've been, of course we're partnering with all buffs on the tailgate tomorrow in <laughs> uh, like, I love all buffs. Like me too. Yeah, I, I've yeah, been yeah. They're great. perusing all buffs my whole adult life and beyond. Yeah. Uh, even when I was a kid. Um, but like, I just, it brought me back because there was so much there's like people panicking over the depth chart. I was like, ah, right. I remember what this is like um, and I'm sure it was the same it's on Twitter. You like oh yeah like everyone's boosting up Robert Barnes all offseason then all of a sudden he's you know a backup so yeah I think yeah that term multiple is really important to keep in mind all of these guys are going to be playing mm-hmm. if they're good enough to play exactly uh, and they're going to be mixing up the defense a lot okay let's jump in
0: let' let's jump into this draft. Um, we've outlined the rules I'll, I'll let you pick It's going to be a snake draft do you want to go first or do you want to go second?
1: uh i want to go second
0: that's a good pick i think Uh, there's two groups that kind of stand above
1: really quick we got a lot of people watching on periscope flip over to youtube it's a higher uh, higher quality product both of our tweets have the youtube link in there if that's where you found us so uh, go over to youtube hit us with a thumbs up while you're there as well Uh, it'll help us get boosted up get more buffs fans
0: in here exactly pick one you know this is (laughs) i hate this i uh, i'm going running backs i'm going running backs um and, and how could you not, right? Reigning Offensive Player of the Year in Jarek Broussard, the bell cow from the year before that in uh, Alex Fonteno And then you've got Ashad Clayton, who I was talking on TDSP. It's going to be out tomorrow. Definitely look for that. But Ashad Clayton, there was like a newspaper in Louisiana that put together an all-decade team. And the running backs, I'm pretty sure, like Derrick Henry, um, <laughs> Alvin Kamara. Uh, Darius Geis and Ashad Clayton. Oh my God. And when you have that backfield, that's got to be the first pick, right? Didn't he like carry them to a state championship, averaging 300 yards a game or something? To the state championship. And he, he averaged, I think like three and a half touchdowns and like over 200 rushing yards a game in that run. And and what happened for those of you who weren't paying attention during that time. So so he had offers from all the, the big dogs in the SEC. He I think he wanted to go to LSU even. And uh, he tore his ACL. Mm. and lsu pulled the offer and colorado kept the offer and when lsu kind of swooped back in late in the process when all this was going on ashad said no I'm, I'm going to see you because they stuck with me
1: and what's really cool about ashad um i feel like he's slowly but surely winning over the fan base mm-hmm. because there was this everyone was reading into his like cryptic yeah. tweets early on there was this feeling oh he's gonna leave because mal tucker's uh-huh. leaving um he like uh, he was already kind of off to a bad start that they were going to mm-hmm. give him Wizard White's number. A lot of people didn't <laughs> like that. Yeah. And it was just, everyone was kind of like, oh, he's going to transfer. And the fact mm-hmm. that he hasn't, like for me as a f- fan, yeah. uh, it's like, that makes me feel good, you know? It's like, okay, he's actually sticking this out. He's sticking with this. He knows he's going to have to fight to earn playing time, mm-hmm. and he's willing to do that. Uh, I think that maybe he was mischaracterized. I think so. Uh, as like a diva and this, yep. that, and the other. And maybe, you know, all these kids who are stars in high school have a little bit in them. But I don't think he is the guy that a lot of people
0: thought he was when, when he came to campus. I totally agree. And he had, he had an interview this spring where he really opened up about all that stuff and said, like, it was really hard, especially transitioning from Louisiana to Colorado, which is a transition that in the past, if you like look at the the, the recruits have come from Louisiana, hasn't gone great. And a lot of them have left. I can't remember names because I've... Obviously, don't... Cordell
1: Stewart uh, oh, yeah? stayed. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I didn't know he was even
0: Louisiana. But yeah, so Ashad, though, was basically saying, you know, he, he grew up living with his grandma, living with his mom, and and that was kind of a support system, and to leave them was really hard. He went back over Christmas break, and his grandma basically said, hey, you've got two, three, four years, whatever here. And you got to make the most of it because you got buck up and this is a great opportunity. And, and he responded really well. And he, he does seem like he's grown a lot from where he was a year ago. So I'm sad that you took that because I, yeah, I, I thought I might one. be able to
1: sneak it. Um, but my question for you is how do you see the percentage shaking out in terms of carries? Jared Broussard was the guy last mm-hmm. year. And that worked out really, really well. Like how it as did. a coaching staff, can you look at that and say like less carries for him?
0: It's really hard to do, but but you also look at and say, hey, he had thirty touches a game last year, and in a six game season, that's sustainable. You can make that happen. But even that, he he went from one hundred and eighty five pounds at the start of the season to one hundred and seventy five. Wow. And that's not what you want. And and I think you just look at that whole situation, say you can't give him thirty touches. If you can get down down to twenty, then maybe that works better. But but. Instead of looking at, like, the total average at the end of the season, I think you kind of look game by game and say, Northern Colorado, you give him some run. You, you want him to get his legs under him. But you give a bol- the bulk of the work to Ashad. Next week, you might need a little bit more from Jarek, and you might save his legs for that situation. That's where you might see 30 touches for him. Man, you'd
1: love to see Ashad get 14, 15, 16 carries in this game uh, for, you, you know, over 100 yards and yeah. a, tu- a couple touchdowns to really get him going because mm-hmm. he's... I mean, how many carries does he have in his career at this point? Eight,
0: nine. I think he had, like, two last year before, like, week four, and then against Stanford. He had, like – his first carry was a 17-yard touchdown – or 17 yards. Two of the next three went for touchdowns. Yeah. And that was it for that game. It's not a whole lot of
1: work. He's never had an opportunity to get into a rhythm. I'd love to see what that looks like when he does. I
0: totally agree. And Alex Fontenot. He needs to get his legs (sighs) under him, too. He was so good. I mean, he's probably got the best vision. (laughs)
1: Uh, I don't know you uh, can it's say it's better to top than Bruce. it's tough to talk but his vision was so good when he played I'm so excited for tomorrow he's like slippery um all right I think just because of the sheer amount of talent that exists in this group I gotta go wide receivers uh with yep. the second pick um I mean top to bottom all these guys are like names that you've heard names that you know names that have tons of talent. Uh, Daniel mm-hmm. Arias, Levante Chenault, mm-hmm. uh Brendan Rice. I'm really high on Montana Lamonius Craig. Yep. Um, Dimitri Stanley. Like, If you were ranking the 10 best players on the team, multiple of these guys are getting in there. So uh, yeah, that's I think so. Pick for and, me.
0: and I think that maybe there's a little bit of risk there just because they aren't super proven. You know, how much have you seen from Brendan Rice? How much have you seen from Levante Chenault? But that is... I definitely... Maybe not definitely. Probably the highest upside group on the team. And the, the, the floor isn't that low. I think that's a good pick. So
1: my question for you here is you said defensive line is a whole
0: unit. So, so defensive line, but not based on the four-three depth okay, okay. We're going three-four. We're going three-four. Okay, all right, fine. You don't get Carson Wells I was gonna and say, I'm Josh Terrace guy and Mustafa exactly. and Carson Wells. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, like half of Mustafa. I hadn't thought of that when I was going through my rankings. Mustafa changes that group a little bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's the latest on that? What do you believe is going to happen with Mustafa in terms of when he
0: can play? So, I. Shout out all buffs. Here's what happened. About a week ago, I, I saw a tweet saying, like, is is it real? Mustafa is going to be back. And I was like, no, it's not. How could that possibly be? Still sleuthing on all buffs. It's like there's some buzz. Nobody really has any firm things. Reached out to some people and and heard that there's like a 50-50 chance that they're going to be able to bring him back. And uh, there's going to be an unknown length of games for a suspension and uh, that's basically what Brian Howell reported yesterday when he said that Mustafa has, has gotten the waiver from the NCA to return. and uh, he said it won't be back he won't be back in the first four games of the season. And when he comes in after that is kind of the question. but week five against Arizona State, uh, I think that's that's a good that's a good game to be back for and, yeah. and I'm holding out hope.
1: Wow, uh, that came out of nowhere. It's funny because we yeah. took a lot of crap. For and it wasn't even our we just reported what carl Durrell told matt mcchesney which was it, i think he said terrence lang yeah. mustafa johnson yep carson wells and nate Landman will all be back next year of course mm-hmm. then mustafa leaves people are like what the hell you guys said and we're like that's what coach durell said but now it's all true
0: i know and, and i look back to like uh, two months ago i went to the barber and it's the same barber who cuts mustafa's hair and and he said like yeah i think mustafa might be trying to come back to see you i was like no he can't <laughs> he can't and and now in hindsight i'm like how did i not follow just, up on that just a suspension i was just like no you can't do it. it's just a suspension because he never signed anywhere and which to me pay things back all that
1: if he pays everything back why does he need to be suspended
0: i have no idea i, re- I realize I have you no have to idea. like set a
1: precedent somewhere where you can't just have this happening all yeah. the time yeah but it has that like I've never heard of this happening before.
0: There, there's the, the one story that everybody's kind of citing, including Brian Howe when he was doing this reporting, because he's really good at that. Uh, there, there was the punter from uh, Arizona State. It happened a couple years ago. He wound up transferring to Oklahoma. Um, but it, that, that's the one that everybody points to. I don't even know if there's another example.
1: It's really interesting. It
0: is. And really exciting.
1: Really exciting. Okay, let me make my pick here. Okay. Um, I am going to go... Uh, <laughs> I think I'm just going to make sure I have Nate Landman on my team. I, that's the right pick, I think. <laughs> I'm taking inside linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um he is the heart and soul of the team. Also you have like the intrigue of Robert Barnes there. Yep. Uh you know some other guys involved so um, I got to have Nate. I just got to have Nate. Now I feel you like do. you know I talked about those the top 10 players on the team. I feel like I'm stacking them up.
0: Yeah. I, I think that that's a great pick. And there's there's just so much talent there. And I do think that Robert Barnes is kind of a guy you can trust. On top of that, you you look at that depth chart and you don't love that Robert Barnes is listed as a backup, but to see Marvin Ham and Quinn Perry as starters at this point, it's got to mean something, right? It's got to be that something. That they, like, progress? Is that what you're exactly? saying? Exactly. Like, and yeah. see, so I think there's some more upside there, too, with Jack Lamb coming. That's that's where I would have gone with this next pick. In- okay. Instead, though, I'm uh, I'm taking the outside linebackers. Carson Wells, most underrated football player in the Pac-12. You've got Guy Thomas, Jamar Montgomery, Josh Gugustov. Um, it does look like Guy Thomas is going to be – You can't even call him the starter because they're probably not going to start in the 3-4, but he's going to be, when they go to that 3-4, that that other guy across from him. Um, With the upside of of a couple of other guys, Jamar Montgomery, Josh Gustav, that's a very high floor group. With Carson Wells and out of those three, you could totally see one of them popping this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Um, I hope Guy Thomas is dope because you should have to be dope to wear number one
0: he's dope i so if plug for the dmvr buffs podcast for those who don't listen i i did like a seven eight minute interview with him it's on one of the episodes last week darian Hagen came up and pretended that he was guy thomas to, to start that interview out <laughs> it was it was a good time so definitely go back and uh, look at that darian Hagen man he just like he's a fun guy he's he
1: just—he's <laughs> just like around. He coaches a little bit. He gives everyone a little bit of shit. Yeah.
0: I'm out there, I'm long number one, yeah. I'm out ca- causing chaos today, ruining quarterback days. And she's uh, like, "Yeah, that's awesome." Yeah.
1: All right, I am going to go with.
0: Oh, see, he... why you got to do that to me, Kale? He never would have stopped me. That's right. I wouldn't have. I was uh, I was asleep at the wheel, and now I'm unprepared. Give me the tight ends. Nice. Give me the tight ends. I want Brady Russell on my side. Um, Brady, to me, there's what? I think there's four tight ends in the Pac-12 that kind of separate themselves from the rest, and he's one of them. Um, Where he fits into those four at the end of the season, I couldn't tell you because we didn't get to see enough of him last year. But what we did see was really exciting. The way the offense has changed and how they've started using the tight end, I think is really exciting for Brady Russell in particular, the screens, all that kind of stuff. It's a big year for him, and they added so many. There's like 10 guys on the roster at that position right now, and so many of them are exciting. Caleb Fourier made the depth chart, yep. which is a name to that I think stands out to Buffs fans. Of course. You've got uh, Alec Pell, who looked great in that scrimmage, and mm. we've heard good things about him. Got some reps yeah, after switching from linebacker name, last year. I
1: kept seeing his name pop up whenever, yeah. like, oh, another touchdown to Alec Pell from Brendan
0: Lewis. Exactly. And he's like diving over guys and doing that kind of stuff. I, Matt Lynch, who we haven't even talked about. Yep. He's the steady hand, and he's the number three now behind Alec Pell on this and depth QB4. chart. QB4. And, and probably. And maybe QB3. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, but but I, I think this tight end group, high upside, high floor with Brady Russell, assuming, assuming the health will knock on Wood, but I can't reach any Wood. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I feel good about that pick. All right, cool. Um,
1: I'm going defensive line. Yeah. Uh, I got to get Terrence Lang on my team here, Jalen Sammy. Um, mm-hmm. There's, again, talent in this group. And I feel like there's – I like this, that there's been six picks, three offensive groups, three defensive groups. Yeah. Um, I think the defense is the strength of this team. So mm-hmm. I'm happy to have, I guess, uh, multiple – um two of my first three picks be on the defensive side uh i i look at this group and i just say okay like that's a good group um you've got some question marks um some guys that you need to step up a little bit uh, like rodman and whatnot yep. but the top level talent is really there uh and terrence lang is a freak i mean it's a, a, kind of go time for him a, but he's a freak he is 6'7" 285 like uber athletic um he's got a lot to prove this year mm-hmm. From a NFL standpoint, yep. but he has everything you need to be a dominant player in college.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, we we talk about what like a th- the three four means for Carson Wells versus the four three and don't love it. On the other side of that, Terrence Lang getting to play that kind of big edge mm-hmm. spot with mm-hmm. that defensive end in the four three I think that, that fits his strengths maybe a little bit more. And I, I'm really excited to watch him. He's a freak. And you get Mustafa at some point this season too, probably. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. We just talked about just, it. Just Mustafa.
1: Yeah. Just Mustafa. Yeah. He's a... It's so weird. I, I, I just... The whole situation is so weird, but... I know. All of a sudden, mid-season, you're just going to get an NFL caliber defensive lineman. It's incredible. almost NFL caliber. And the NFL, NFL didn't think so, but, no, but they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. I he's mean, short.
0: That's all it, it is. It should not matter in that position. No, it shouldn't. He's short, though. Leverage. Luckily, you got Terrence to balance him out. Yes. Uh, you got the back-to-back here, right? Oh, my gosh, yes.
1: Snake drafts. Uh, Kale's the expert on snake drafts here. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to go... Corners. That's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Makai Blackman, mm-hmm. Christian Gonzalez, um, and then some question marks behind them. But again, when you talk about top level talent on the team, I think those yep. two guys are are fitting in
0: there. And and the the lack of depth. And and I don't even. It's it's a weird situation. You've got Nigel Bethel there, who's exciting. You know, you've got Chris Miller, who doesn't even show up on the depth chart. But that's just because he plays the nickel, and there's no nickel. You can on that depth chart. There's like the little N that that signifies like the nickel guy and there's just no end anywhere because the end guy they isn't just didn't put it all, put him on the depth chart at all because there what well, he's no no he's no those positions so at least
1: he's the crea- nickel so create another thing that's like over here by like kickoff returner <laughs> i know that just say like fair. nickels
0: fair fair but but i mean the in this defense like it's kind of a hybrid safety corner but he he kind of factors in there too yeah if there was more depth, though, this position group would be way up higher with Christian Gonzalez and uh, Makai Blackman.
1: So, you are obviously uh, we have uh, Carson Wells as the most underrated player on the team. Would you In put Makai Blackman second?
0: He he is. I think he is. I mean, and, and the reason he isn't first is because he was preseason second team All Pack 12. Carson was uh honorable mention no he wasn't even no he was honorable mention that's right That's It right. doesn't matter there's nothing honorable about that i know i talked to him about it a couple of weeks ago and he just stressed i was like what do you think of that and he said disrespectful it is disrespectful. and i was like Anyth- anything else like you want to like, say honorable
1: mention preseason all american would be acceptable
0: but he doesn't he doesn't play in la he doesn't he doesn't play for oregon so when you gotta knock somebody out who do you knock out it's a joke it's a joke it's a joke um wow we're getting down to it now I'm uh, I'm going with the offensive line. Nice. I, I, this is a group that could have gone much earlier, but I mean, people just don't get as excited as they probably should about offensive linemen. You know, there are some questions, especially early in the season. Casey Roddick had uh, the, the the sickness that that's kept him out from like the beginning of spring ball. All the way through the summer, he was cleared the day before camp, and he's still working his way back, so he's listed as a backup. Um, you've got Frank Phillip, who I think is going to take over the starting job at some point, um, but but he won't be back until week three, week four of the season, Carl said. And, and there's a couple other guys who've been banged up, and they're kind of piecing this together. So it could be kind of a slow start. The good news is there's seven guys that, that I'd be excited to see on the field. The problem is right now there's there's about Five plus Casey Roddick, who's at half strength. Fair. Um, do you get back to back here? I do get back to back. Damn it! So do I take safeties or quarterbacks? Ah! <sighs> Give me the safeties. Yes. Give me the safeties. Yes. I uh, Mark Perry has so much upside. He does. He, he's talked about it. Like the, there was some confidence stuff last year. Some mistakes he made. I think he's ready to turn a corner, and on top of that, you've got Isaiah Lewis, who played really well last year, but was you know not not a big name recruit, wasn't like making a couple of splash plays early in his career to get his name out there, and and I think you half count Chris Miller in this group as well, and, and I think that because of those things, there's there's enough to like and get excited about, and the quarterback position just scares me. Okay, so. <laughs>
1: I ended up getting like my favorite player on the team though, yeah, Brendan Lewis. Fair, um, that's a good one. I love Brendan Lewis. Um, you know, the one thing that concerned me in that Texas game when we finally got to see him play a little bit was his arm strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely he wasn't throwing rockets by any sure. means, but you know he was 18 years old. Um, he's only growing. He's only getting mm-hmm. bigger. His legs are tree trunks. Um, I think that his potential is so high. I actually really like the silver lining of the injury um, to. I'm blanking. Trout Trout. um, is that he got it got to be his team for a few weeks. Yep. He didn't have to. He doesn't have to feel like someone's looking over his shoulder. He's really not looking over his shoulder. Um, He is not. (laughs) And he gets to just like be himself. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to think like, oh, God, if I go have a bad game tomorrow, they mm-hmm. might be thinking about playing JT against A&M. Like, yep. none of that. He really gets to go play freely, and I'm super, super, super excited for him. Um, and I think he allows this team to do some stuff that they haven't been able to do in the last couple of years, um, or at least at a higher level. I agree. Um, like, they need to, you know, go back into the Cepho uh, Lufau playbook, bring back the quarterback counter. In short yardage, I swear, Cepho must have been like twenty out of twenty-two on that <laughs> on the season of converting huh. third and fourth and short. Uh, actually, I can't even remember him getting stopped once. I'm just assuming it must have like happened with the Wildcat. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, again, he's a what's his squat
0: at? It's the record. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the number just because I've never. Done like a measured <laughs> squat before, so like, I think mean, it's over 500 pounds. Uh, yeah, like it could be like 700 or it could be 200, and I don't know what's impressive for squat. Impressive it is to you. all I know is to be impressed by the number that it is.
1: So I think that if we put this out to a poll, I'm gonna smoke you. I think so too. <laughs> like <laughs> if so you look too. at the players I got. Uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm curious. Obviously, it's a good group. Jarek has got to be a lot of people's favorite player, but like
0: mm-hmm. Brendan Rice is like the, probably the leader in hype i think that's fair yeah yeah uh, and, and that's why like brendan lewis maybe doesn't throw the ball downfield much we've seen what happens we throw a short pass to brendan rice oh yeah he's got playmakers to do that for him
1: yep uh i think most people's favorite player is nate landman it should uh, be uh mustafa and Terrace lang have a big following cornerback and then i got like everyone everyone's excited for brendan lewis
0: until they're not this po- this this poll is gonna be the <laughs> I think good I, one i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna kill you We'll see. We'll. See. I'm. I'm. Now that dude look at the positions, the. I mean, not not a lot of sexiness in the right, outside right. linebackers, tight <laughs> ends, offensive, offensive line. line. <laughs> okay. we'll we'll see how it goes. Also, now that I think of it, like, yeah. If if like, <laughs> Brendan does retweet this, which I think is more likely than Kari Cooch sure. mm. retweeting this. Like, <laughs> I, I, I. Yeah i mean i can really, handle some things poorly. if i need
1: to i can tag them you know and yeah, hey i got could. brendan
0: rice and wow and you would win um, it is
1: crazy though like that that running backs group is like top to bottom
0: stacked it is crazy and you know what else is crazy the tailgate that we are going to have tomorrow mm, before the game that is actually legitimately going to be crazy i i still haven't bought the wagon i have been asked that again recently Ooh, You said that correctly I know I, because you guys are all making jokes instead of telling me how to say it the right way last time I like it better when I had you say Drace, wagon. these these AG words like mm. like I know bag is not bag it's yes. bag flag I flag is flag I've learned that bagel is bagel not bagel uh-huh I, uh wagon not wagon yes so, so many of these that you're doing great. They're just one by one that I, I don't, understand. but yeah, we like it better when we see your Montana. Okay. I'll keep that in mind right there. Uh, but, uh, I've still got to go buy that wagon because that's the only way I'm going to get these 14 cases of beer to our tailgate with all buffs tomorrow. It's going to be a great time. There's, we're going to be grilling and all that beer comes from Breckenridge brewery. Mm. They do so many awesome things for us. Like, uh, give us beer for that tailgate. Give us beer for the soccer tailgate last week. Um, to, to, Paying to sponsor this podcast so that this show is possible they've been one of our longest tenured partners we really appreciate them they do all sorts of great things you like, want a uh, breck brew like right now i'm down
1: cool i'll go get us okay one.
0: you handle that Wait, we I know. oh yeah ha- oh okay so we're up here. okay i'll keep going you, <laughs> you um but yeah one percent of their profits this summer are going to the national parks conservation association what what more could you ask for? We love them. Um, if you want to check out their stuff, come down to the DMVR bar. Uh, go to like any grocery store, any liquor store, any of that kind of stuff. If you want to make sure that they have what you want to try, make sure you use the beer locator on the breckbrew.com website. It'll tell you exactly where to pick up the strawberry skies, the seltzers, whatever it is, is that you want to try. Pills. Oh, I haven't tried the summer pills. Um, also... I want to give a shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. They've got so many awesome things going on right now. Um, I know that uh, they have a uh, an, another hammer the over promotion going on. Uh, or maybe that's the Ohio State game that's already started. Clemson. No, Clemson, Georgia, Clemson, Georgia hammer the over. And at last I saw last night, it was down to fourteen and a half, which means if you bet on it and there's more than 15 points score more than 14 points score i guess then you get to all the money and for every (laughs) 2500 people who bets the over it goes down another half point they've got some other promotions going on next weekend as well um they've got one of those with the buccaneers um basically there's like 175 to 100 dollars in free money for new users for users who've been around for a while so definitely get on there and check all that stuff out And right now, if you bet $1 on any NFL game and you're a new user, you get $200 in free bets instantly. You can't top that deal. It's a obviously just free money, and you don't want to pass that up. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DMVR and receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DMVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522- to 4700
1: real quick on the breck brews cheers yeah, I gotta try this you got to open it first that's bad luck
0: do you see how i'm reaching i'm gonna spill oh i should have opened it next to the mic there you go I'm cheers strong.
1: so we have so much breck brew for the tailgate tomorrow and we were told quote there will be leftovers and i that's took that as a deep deep challenge so come to the tailgate help us put down what mm-hmm. is Somewhere north of 150 beers? Yep. 14
2: cases of Breck. Yeah, I just cases. don't know how
1: big each case is. I have is. no idea. I Bradley have no 12 idea. Is a, like, a case where, when I was a kid, quote-unquote, was 30. I know these aren't yep. coming in 30 packs, No, he, but I exactly. know Breck does 15 packs. Are they all 15 packs? Well, that's why I'm saying north of 150. We can be sure that it's <laughs> north of 150. We need your help. Yep. Let's crush them.
0: Evan Batty helped us last weekend. He, he handled a couple for us. He did. We uh, there was some. Legally. other the problem right now is that the rest of the basketball team is underage, mm-hmm. and so it, like everybody's just kind of like hanging out with their water bottles and. There used to be Evan this. With- <laughs>
1: I think his name is Evan Harrington. He was a okay. fullback for the Buffs, and everyone called him Uncle Evan because he was like old by the end of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's perfect for Evan Batty.
0: Yeah, I think that is perfect. Speaking of Evan Batty, bar's pretty rowdy right now. Bar is rowdy. Uh, speaking of Evan Batty, though, I had a chance to uh, talk with him this morning um, about Baby Ralphie. About uh, the rest of the live mascots, including one that's uh, from just a little bit north of here, and he has some notes on that one. Uh, So, Kale, want to show the good people what Evan Batty had to say?
2: Provide like a list or something of of live mascots or what? All
0: right, I'm here with Evan Batty of the Buffs basketball team, and uh, we want to talk about Ralphie a little bit. Uh, First of all, like Evan. What what was your first impression when you saw uh, some of this stuff that was coming out about Ralphie yesterday?
2: Uh, my first impression was kind of how little the buffalo is. Uh, obviously, she's a baby, so um, she's gonna grow with time. But um, it's cute. It's really cute. It's like a cute it's, little buffalo. Have you had a chance to meet her yet? No, nah, I haven't had a chance to meet her at all yet. Okay, yeah,
0: because I saw like the she was out at like a football practice. And right. uh, the football team right. got to see her. I feel like right. I feel like they've got to get you in there soon. Yeah, yeah. It's a good looking little buffalo. Uh, I, I feel like we should actually see if we can uh, get her to run while she is so little at the basketball game. Like I feel like that little buffalo is. You might be able to get her outside the like the perimeter of the court. She,
2: yeah, she might destroy the court though with her hooves. I don't even know That's true. That's what the true. process for that is. Yeah. You, could, you
0: could put some, like, socks on her or something.
2: Yeah, you, you definitely can put, like, some little booties on her for sure.
0: Plus, like, I don't know, if if they're going to be letting Jabari on that court after what he did to that backboard in Costa Rica.
2: Facts. I mean, Ralphie has done nothing wrong. Yeah, exactly. She might be better off than Jabari.
0: All right. Um, so we're going to play a game real quick. Um, I pulled up a bunch of pictures of a bunch of different – mascots live mascots from around the country and uh i want to know your thoughts we're gonna be ranking these guys one to ten and uh we're gonna actually start with the university of texas and bevo um here here you go you can get a little peek at him right there well what do you what do you Uh, think this how does it compare to ralphie
2: uh i know it doesn't doesn't beat ralphie but i'd say he's not far behind so i'd say like Probably three or four. Three or four? Three or four. Right. Ralphie's, Ralphie's a 10, by the way, right? Well, Ralphie's number one on the list. Well, okay. one yeah. being the best and Tim being the best. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Uh, next up, we got uh, Smokey, the, the dog from Tennessee.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's just like a usual dog. I can find that anywhere. So, like, Exactly. Like, they, they put like, like a vest like,
0: on a dog and pretended it's special.
2: Right, like probably in the later stages of the one to ten, probably okay. nine to ten, <laughs> okay, um, next up, we've got another dog, at least this is like a bulldog,
0: you know, like I feel like this is a little bit cooler
2: yeah, i like I like uh the bulldog from Georgia, um I feel like that's probably right behind evo the the cow, or okay, uh, yeah. Probably right behind Vito. You know. All
0: right, uh, we got uh, Mike the Tiger up next from LSU.
2: I, mean, I think behind. that's number. Two. I think that's been number two because I just you know it's a tiger, so yeah, are yeah, cool. Right the, behind the, but but me, it probably. doesn't like
0: go out on the football field, you know? Like like uh, it just kind of like, hangs out them, outside.
2: Yeah, uh, well, like there's probably like six or seven then if it doesn't go on right? the football field. what a waste. A mascot yeah. needs to be
0: at the football game. Yeah, uh, 67. Six <laughs> 67. Okay, we got Renegade, the horse here from uh, Florida State.
2: What is that? Florida State? It's,
0: yeah, Florida State.
2: Hmm. What's the mascot, the horse or the Seminole? <laughs>
0: I think like it's like a team thing. We're, we're grading the horse, though. We're grading the horse, Renegade.
2: I mean, there's a number of schools that have horses as their mascot. I mean, not as their main mascot, but USC kind of has the same thing with Traveler and, you know, yep. the Trojan that they ride. So, it's kind of you know, been there, done that. So, i probably make it in the later parts of the rankings as well.
0: Okay. Um, War Eagle
2: here. Uh, uh, that's, this number two for yeah, that's number two for me. Yeah, flies around the stadium.
0: That's dope. That's a me. good
2: one. Yeah, that's number two. Yeah, I was waiting on that, actually. So... <laughs> okay um we've got uh
0: sir big spur here south carolina
2: uh i I mean i assume that's a gamecock i don't know what gamecocks are um (laughs) some type of rooster chicken type Mm -hmm. looking thing uh it's middle of the pack five six seven probably around there yeah. I
0: mean, it's just – it's basically just like a chicken.
2: It's just a chicken. I know. could bring
0: a chicken to a football game.
2: I can easily bring a chicken to a football game. <laughs> um, and then finally,
0: up from Fort Collins, Cam the Ram.
2: Um, that, That's a 10. That's, you know, ranked 10, the last one on the list. I mean, this shouldn't even be on this list because, I don't know, CSU. But, uh, I, I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a Ram and you know? uh you don't see Rams every day, so, I mean, it's cool, but uh, I just don't like it. <laughs> Bottom of the list. Bottom yeah. of the list. And just one, more, uh, one sure. more
0: one more thing on Cam the Ram there. We've got uh, a great tweet out from the Buffs account just a couple minutes ago. Just comparing the size of uh, baby Ralphie yeah. even compared to Cam the Ram, like yeah. twice the size. Yep,
2: yeah. No, yeah. that's how we do it. You know, we just double them up, you know.
0: Yep. Yep. Got a nice little uh, piece of corn down there in the corner too. Yeah, yeah. Love that. All right, uh, thanks for jumping on, Evan. Good to see uh-huh. you. And Sounds uh
2: looks, looks like you're in the gym, working yeah, I'm out. I'm in the gym right yeah, now, yeah. I just uh, applied my little workout to do this. Uh, it's all good.
0: All right. Uh, uh-huh. Hope it all goes well, and we'll see you at the stadium on Friday. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Great stuff. So, guy having batty
1: uh, uh, any any beef with his rankings uh no i didn't see any cows no <laughs> oh actually bevo that would be my bevo. beef yeah um no oh, yeah um <clears throat> uh. obviously i thought he went a little soft on cam the ram uh cam okay. the ram like just stick with the fluffy
0: fake mascot so little did i know that that tweet that, that i showed kind of at the end there Turns out like Ram fans and actual like Rams football players were like quote tweeting that saying, Let's compare their testicles. I think that was like a literal quote from the long snapper. Oh yes, I saw that. One is a woman. What is <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, like a welcome, female, I should say. Yeah, welcome back to like the nineteen seventies where people say right. like Well, all these stars is a man. Yeah, like, <laughs> like literally. I know. And, like it's like, they, like uh, fans were like supporting that. I know, right? And and I'm I'm a i I'm not ashamed of this. I, I googled bison testicles. <laughs> Actually, I googled bison balls. Turns out, like, they they look delicious. Yeah. But, uh, uh, just, like, balls have you them. had them? Not,
2: Rocky not the oysters? testicles.
0: No, 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 no. But they're, they're like, oh, it's buffalo balls that, that they make into, like, buffalo chicken balls. But, no, I've never had Rocky Mountain oysters either.
1: Very good. You can get them at the Dark Horse. I won't. I won't. You should do it. No, I think you're next time we go there, I'm gonna order some. You can have a bite.
0: I I legitimately just spent this afternoon scrolling through pictures of of oh now you're like buffalo, emotionally attached buffalo testicles <laughs> because because I had to know like are are they bigger like are the ram fans the, the ram fans are not making a point but uh, mm. now I'm no no interest in eating those.
1: Yeah, uh, I I really couldn't believe that I was like, they realize like this makes them look really dumb, right? But they they don't because. They are dumb.
0: They are. They are. I
1: they I have are. to say, <laughs> your idea of putting socks on baby Ralphie and mm. letting her run it at at the event center, 10 out
0: of 10. I agree. 10 out of 10 idea. We need to make this happen. It's an opportunity that will not last long. No. Buffaloes grow quickly. She's going to be 1,300 pounds in like three years. I've had this other idea, though. Okay. That protects the court,
1: as I know Evan was very concerned about that. Yep run her through the concourse. And you could lay down like uh-huh. our, like a gold uh-huh. carpet that goes around the whole thing so she yep. keeps her grip and let her run the concourse.
0: I love it. And maybe that's like our happy middle ground. Right. Running on the court, I I understand it's why t- It would I, also I, be a really
1: tight turn. It would be. For a buffalo. They don't have a great turn radius. It's a
0: very small buffalo at this point. I know, but turn radius not their strength. Okay fair fair they're <laughs> very much a straight ahead yes. sort of animal um we've got to get to our over-unders we're gonna do that in just a second um but speaking of testicles because we've been doing a lot of speaking about those um our good <laughs> friends at manscaped <laughs> have put together some awesome some awesome <laughs> offers for us um it's fantasy football season it's a uh, time to put the pp back in ppr league with the sponsors of today's wow. show manscaped um for those of you who haven't heard, Manscaped is uh, the leader in below-the-waist grooming, and they've just launched the new Performance Package 4.0. Uh, don't uh, neglect your balls like the Packers front office has been neglecting Aaron Rodgers. It's just, it's just not right, because mm. look at what happens. Yes. Nobody's happy.
1: Once you're proud of your balls, you can you know, try and compare them to the
0: size of Ralphie's. Yeah, and I bet Ram fans spend a lot of time comparing them to the size of cams. We should ask. We should ask Justin if he thinks about that. Like, how often do the? To, I don't know. They were so ready to talk about it was everywhere. <laughs> They're really proud of their mascots. <laughs> I had no appendage. idea. I had no idea. I'm lost. The the point is, if you want to take care of your family jewels, Manscaped makes it easy. They've got all sorts of great products from the Lawnmower 4.0, which is their body hair trimmer. It uh, it's the best on the market. 7,000 RPM, but comes with a skin technology, an advanced skin-safe technology. The the perfect or the performance package 4.0 comes with a bunch of other products too. Get some boxers, get a T-shirt, a travel bag, um, bag. the weed whacker. Sorry, uh, nose and ear hair trimmer, which I actually haven't gotten yet. Oh, you're probably too young to need that yet. I was i'm getting there I'm, I'm i'm getting there um but yeah there's a whole bunch of other stuff too that the 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 crop preserver ball deodorant we talk about it a lot it's a it's a must in the summer uh the, the texas a&m game next week middle of the afternoon sitting out in the sun drinking beers for hours before that game that's a day where you got to be taking care of yourself mm-hmm. uh, so definitely go to manscape.com figure out what you need they've got a bunch of great options use the promo code dnvr and get 20 percent off in free shipping it's promo code Uh, DMVR for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Do it. We love them. So we've got an update here. Um, uh, It's delayed right now, but in the first quarter,
1: Utah losing to Weber State. 7-3. Interesting.
0: Let's go Big Sky. (laughs) Also, let's go Pac-12. That's a tough one for me. Uh, My first reaction is F them. Okay. Yeah. Fair. It's the official position
1: of this podcast. I'll back the pack in the NCAA tournament, and that's about it. I'm an Oregon State
0: fan. Because of Sam Neuer? Because of Wayne Tinkle, and then the
2: run like, they
1: went on, I do and like then Tinkletown. Sam Neuer. Yeah, I mean, Oregon State brings up kind of like
0: shady That's right. memories That's for right. Bucks fans. I have to remember those um, things. But I
1: do like Wayne Tinkle. I've, I've met him personally. He's
0: a cool dude. He is a cool dude. Um, and he's going to Montana Grizzly Hall of Fame this summer. Oh, I yeah. do
1: like Sam Neuer. Yep. Um, Corvallis? Can't say I like that. Never been. but uh, I believe you. But... Yeah, I mean, as far as Pac-12 teams go, they're on the low side of hateability.
0: Yep. Uh, let's jump in. We want to talk about tomorrow's game. As we've said over and over again, Northern Colorado tomorrow to open the season at Folsom Field. Uh, we're playing a game of over-under. I came up with a bunch of different lines that I set, hopefully accurately. Otherwise, Ryan's going to make fun of me. That's uh, <laughs> <I'm>, definitely true. <laughs> uh, we've got about ten of them, so we'll, we'll move pretty quick. Okay. What's our first one here, Kale?
1: Ooh, lower, th- lower third style.
0: I like it. Over under six and a half yards per
1: carry for the buffs. <sighs> All right. I got to think about how many carries there's going to be. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take the under here. But the reason I'm doing that is because I think late in the game, you're going to get a lot of like backup linemen, backup running backs, okay. backup quarterbacks even maybe. Yep. And sacks factor in in college. And I just think that that's going to hurt this. Like I think – they might be averaging, like, 7.5
0: going into the fourth quarter okay. and then average, like, one in the fourth quarter. That's fair. I uh, I, th- I think I'm on the same page, except I think they keep it up in the fourth quarter, and I'm taking the over. Have you ever noticed that Minnesota's quarterback looks just like their coach? No. They're both, I have like a feeling bald-headed guys a with beards. A lot of time learning about those two in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, that's true. Yep. We're getting a little scouting report here on Minnesota. They, Can uh... Just be bigger and stronger and faster at every position. I have a feeling is going to be what we take away from ohio state
1: yes well ohio state letting him drive a little here early so yeah not a good news not good news all right what's up next scale oh over under 24 and a half Come yards on. for
0: jarek's longest Come on. run
1: now i gotta make fun of you because this is a terrible line over put it at it's 50 over. and a half I and i <laughs> probably still take the
0: over i agree it's the over it's the over we, we saw what he did to CU's defense in the well, that's what scrimmage. i was gonna say he like, had
1: two carries for a hundred and something yards
0: and those were the guy i mean the some of the starters for North Carolina are going to be guys who transferred from that. Sorry, UNC, but uh, it's they've got guys who could not make it there. Uh, without that was a harsh way to put it, honestly. But uh, yeah, it's the over. He's yes. he's gonna break at least one that's 25. I would
1: if you gave me over under twenty four and a half on on
0: any of his first five, I would still take the over. What about if I said two runs? Oh, 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 no. How about over under two and a half runs, 24 and a half, or 25 yards or longer? Over. Two and a half? Uh, yeah. Over. Three 25 plus yard runs from Jarek. Yes. I'll, you like to hear it. Yes. That's a tough line. I'll, I'm, I'm hyped. I'll take it too. I just worry that they take him out too soon. <laughs> I, oh, that's, that's what I was concern. thinking about
1: too, but then I was like, he only needs three drives
0: for this, in my opinion. He only needs three runs. Yeah. <laughs> he just needs to make sure they don't start like. 60 yards from the end zone on that first drive six and a half buffs
1: touchdowns so 49 would would be the baseline for a cover mm-hmm. on this um the line is 37 38 38 now. and that was a couple hours ago it might be 39 now so here's my biggest concern yep carl Durrell coached ed mm-hmm. mccaffrey mm-hmm. there's definitely a relationship there of some sort yeah this is his friend or acquaintance Who's coaching in their first ever game? I don't know if he's gonna want to like run it up on him, and, and you don't even have, necessarily have to want to run it up on him to potentially do so. But I I don't know if I see the Buffs scoring more than fifty points. Um, so I'm thinking this game's closer to like forty-four to seven. Okay. Forty-four to three. That'll come down to whether they cover or not if they mm-hmm. give up a touchdown or a field goal. But. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the under here.
0: I think, I think running the ball is just going to be so easy that, that they should be able to, to, to score touchdowns instead of field goals. I'm taking the over. I, I said this on the podcast. Uh, I've, I've got it 52-6, to six, seven touchdowns and a field goal. Okay, there you go. We'll, we'll see who's right next week. Over under ninety nine and a half yards Ooh. for CU's leading receiver. I gotta go under
1: here. I I only I only have Brennan Lewis in my head, and maybe we'll get to this in a second. Okay. Uh, around like a hundred and eighty passing yards. Okay. So, I don't think someone's gonna have you know over fifty percent of that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree that it should be under. Um, again, potential for somebody to break a big one, but I've got the under. Next up, over under. Half a Brendan Lewis snap in the second half. Do we see Brendan Lewis in the second half? Absolutely.
1: Um, You got to, you know, he hasn't played in a college Mm -hmm. game before. So you at least have to get him used to, okay, you go into the half, you have your talk, you do your adjustments, you go out, you warm up, and then you go and you execute those adjustments. Uh, That's a really important thing. So at the very least, one. But it's not like, I mean, you obviously do have to get these backups a
0: couple reps. You do. And it doesn't hurt to get Brendan out of harm's way early.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's an old um, – Tony Dungy said he went to Peyton Manning. I I, I might be butchering this story, but Perfect. this is the way I remember the story in my head. I love this. Tony Dungy went to Peyton Manning in the preseason or in training camp and said, like, hey, dude, we need to get the backup some reps with the mm-hmm. ones just in case you ever go down. Peyton said, like, if I ever go down, we're effed anyway. <laughs> that and that's kind of where <laughs> where things are with Brendan Lewis. That's fair. Yeah. Um, you don't like, yeah? Would you like to get those guys some reps? Yes, for sure. Much more important is developing Brendan Lewis. So if you leave him in for three quarters, which I think is probably the minimum, okay. then, uh, then yeah, this covers.
0: I've got a little bit less. I, I think that I'm taking the over. I think he gets one or two drives in in the second half. I don't think it's much more than that. Um, I like the thought process though. Last I one. I'm definitely taking the over. Maybe here. not oh okay four more uh
1: i'm i think ralphie runs
0: i think ralphie runs too
1: they're also like promoting it as such so they're gonna at least try obviously they, yep. they do have to i mean this they're, is true of any time ralphie ever runs if she's acting weird they don't run her yep so they're not gonna put her in a bad position um but yeah I, I've, I've got ralphie running i do too 65 and percent completion percentage for brendan lewis over i've got the over too i've got him like I think I said uh, I, I've got him. 14 of 16, 180 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, can we get the next one, Kale? <laughs> sorry, under zero. I got zero.
0: This is for the podcast. One and a half, Brendan Lewis turnover. Sorry, all sorry I want to I move about that. Oh, it's all good. Uh, under that zero? I would go under 0.5 too. Oh wow, I, I think it was tough deciding to between 0.5 and 1.5. I. I think it's 50-50 he has a turnover.
1: Okay. Yep. I'll be disappointed if he does.
0: Over under three and a half combined tackles for loss from Nate Landman and Carson Wells. Your best line yet. Um, oh, gosh. I'll go over. I got the over.
1: Yeah. Two each. I'm going to say two sacks and a TFL for Carson, and then I'm not okay. sure about Nate. I, I'm, I don't know how much Nate's going to play.
0: Yeah, and I think it makes sense for Carson. Yeah. He gets disrespected. Go, go pad your stats here. Yes, absolutely. Do your thing. Oh, man. 149.5 total North Carolina yards. Northern Colorado. Um, Every time.
1: I have... Oh, sorry. I was watching the game. Um, <laughs> I have to go over here. That is so low. It's so mm. low. I, I, I hope... Mm-hmm. It goes under, but I'm thinking the same thing. Like, fourth quarter, Buffs have a bunch of backups yep. in. They're still trying to get reps for their starters, and they go lead like a 70-yard field goal drive.
0: I've got the under. I went through some of the numbers last year. San Diego State put up 155. I th- I think it's under. I think okay. that defense can do that. San Diego State only put up 155 yards. More up. than half of that their plays went for zero or negative. such a
1: joke. He was. That was bad.
0: And now we get to see Dylan McCaffrey.
1: Fun- weirdly enough... My lasting memory from that game is Sam Noir throwing a pick six. Like really bad <laughs> throw to the outside hash.
0: There were a couple of those. Is that the last one? That's the last one.
1: Ooh, okay. That's
0: that's all we have planned for this show. Any final shots thoughts, Ryan? Um
1: man, again, I I just cannot wait, dude. Like tomorrow mm. we wake up, we do the golf tournament. Yeah. Like twelve hours from now, we'll be waking up getting ready for the golf tournament. Go straight from there up to Boulder. Um, For our first tailgate with all buffs, which yep. I think is going to be awesome. Catch us on the north side of Farron Field. <clears throat> I'll probably cry when we step foot in Folsom. I'll cry when I see Ralphie. Yeah. I'll cry when I see Ralphie. Yeah, there's going to be some tears tomorrow. Yep. And, uh, that's that's the beauty of college football. Yeah,
0: I've got a long day. We've got that golf tournament at 8. I'm also going to be on altitude 92.5 at 8 with Vic and Moj. I'll be at the site of uh, the second uh, podcast yep. Cup in which Moj made a 25-foot putt to beat us on number 18. Um, that's going to be fun. If you guys want to tune in and listen, that's the best radio show in Denver. And uh, from there to the tailgate, to the game, and then around like 1230, we have a new show. It's called DNVR Buffs After Dark. It's going to be our post-game show. I've got a lot of things I have to do after the game, like interviews, like driving all the way back to Denver, but me and our guy, dev, who's also going to be down there covering the game. We're going to be going live at like 1230 tomorrow night. I know maybe you guys are asleep. Obviously YouTube is a thing, but uh, I don't know how people sleep after sporting events. I I, I have know. to unwind for like three
1: hours after I get home. That's why least. I have this
0: job. Yeah. Cause I might, I'm going to be up anyway. Why not be up for six hours writing and doing, I'm things? looking forward to that though. DMVR buffs after dark. It's going to be a fun one. All right. It's going to be a fun one. That's all we got for you guys today. And uh, we'll, we'll, be doing this a lot. Make sure you give a five-star rating to the podcast. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys soon.